Welcome to the Find the Good Mamahood podcast. I'm Caitlin Carpio-Futchner, and I'm so excited to spend some time with you. This is a place where I talk with other mamas about their favorite tips, tricks, and resources, and also celebrate the joys of mamahood by sharing real stories and experiences. New moms, veteran moms, moms-to-be, this podcast is for you. I hope our honest chats about the highs and lows of mamahood help you find joy wherever you are in your journey. I am so glad you're here. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode on the Find a Good Mamahood podcast. It is officially 2023, and I'm talking to you on the other side of the new year. I wanted to come on and say hello and give you some updates on my life and my family's lives, and also just give a quick recap on this past year, 2022. First of all, I would like to officially introduce to you our newest baby. Uh, Her name is Lila Alicia, and she was born on Halloween. She was actually a week early, so definitely a surprise, but it was a smooth labor delivery, a little faster than her brother's, uh, Coda's, and he's almost three. He's going to turn three in February, so just a few months shy of being three years apart which I was really happy about because my sister and I are three years apart and I think it's a really nice age gap and we're really good friends. So I really hope that Lila and Coda are good friends. Um, So far, Coda's been an amazing big brother. He's so incredibly sweet, um, kissing her all the time and hugging her and um, he's really in love with her. So Diego and I are just enjoying seeing her now in um, two months old, seeing her discover the world and open her eyes more. Um, making all these funny faces and smiling more. So we're in this really nice sweet spot seeing her um, be more awake and develop her personality a little bit. So we are super blessed to have our second baby and happy and healthy. I thought I'd share a little bit about her birth story and my postpartum experience. It was a smooth labor and delivery for the most part. And this is really crucial because I was Um, doing a hospital birth for the first time with Coda. I had him at a birth center and um, there were midwives and nurse midwives there um, supporting me and my husband. Um, And it was, it was a really good experience, but um, different than the one that I had with Lila in the hospital. Um, And I was a little bit afraid, to be honest. I was afraid about delivering in a hospital. Um, maybe with nurses who weren't as attentive or who weren't, weren't as open to natural labor and delivery methods. So um, definitely a little apprehensive going into it, but our OBGYN practice was amazing. Um, they're a mix of nurses and midwives themselves, and I uh, had one of them there the whole time with me. Um, and actually, we had a really supportive nurse who was um, very present and gave me good information, a little bit of tips, not as much coaching as... as um, I would have liked, but again, she's not a doula. She had a lot of other things to focus on. So all in all, we had good attention. Um, People were incredibly respectful of our decisions and our opinions. We printed out our birth plan, um, visual birth plan actually, from Mama Natural, and that served us really well to for us and also to show to the hospital staff um, to make sure we were on the same page and uh, for, for before the birth, during the birth, and after as well. So I was able to use a birth ball, which I thought that might be helpful, 
and um, listen to this, uh, one of my favorite songs on repeat, just a, a really nice rhythmic song. It was kind of what helped me focus and get through the waves of contractions. And of course, Diego was my right-hand man. He was my support the whole time. And definitely could not have done it without his support and his care. So with all that, I kind of was able to focus on my breathing, focus on getting through all the contractions until the very end. Definitely feeling like I needed to push. And so I asked them, what do I do? I need to push. What what position should I get into? And I had reviewed different positions to labor and deliver. And I'd been standing up to this point and nothing else really seemed comfortable. I didn't I didn't know how what I was going to do. With Coda, I was in a squatting position. He was actually born on the toilet um, at the birthing center. And so they say it's like the most effective birth stool. It's basically a birth stool. They advised that I not do that again because I tore the last time um, pretty badly. So I knew that was probably not a good option, but I didn't really know what felt comfortable. Nothing felt comfortable at the time. So I actually took their advice and got on the hospital bed which I was apprehensive about, but um, they made it comfortable for me to get up and down. And then I was able to um, do the last bit, the last stretch of labor uh, on my hands and knees. And that was actually really comfortable. I was able to rest uh, my elbows on the back of the bed where you'd put your head. And so, yeah, that really worked for me. Um, maybe this will give you some good ideas for an upcoming birth of yours. But my waters broke right before she came out, which was kind of crazy, a little bit scary um, to have this popping sound and um, the bag of water break right before she came out. And she came out screaming, healthy. I was pretty much in shock for a little bit. I needed some time to breathe before I was able to hold her and um, and kind of start paying attention to her and all that. There's so much else happening to you. I mean, um, your placenta comes out afterwards and then the waves of contractions, which for me, I never knew anything about that. There are two things that I never, ever heard about, not even on the wildest blog posts, the most candid conversations. I've never heard, one, that baby girls can have periods sometimes, and Lila did, a tiny little period due to excess hormones uh, exiting my body. That's number one. And number two, the other thing I never, ever heard of was that you get waves of contractions that with subsequent pregnancies, you can continue getting contractions, not just hours, days after you deliver your baby. So I was not ready for continued pain, continued contractions. So that was that was pretty rough for me, um, especially that first and second day, especially because during breastfeeding, they would come and be really painful, hard to work through. So those two things I thought I'd share just in case no one ever tells you these things or you never read them anywhere. But we learned so much during this process. I have a new, renewed appreciation for birth workers, for uh, people who help women prepare, who help bring babies into the world. It's just a beautiful process. And I'm really grateful that we were able to do it a second time. Naturally, we got through it together. So that is a little bit of Lila's birth story. She was born around 1 p.m. on Halloween day. And her brother was able to come to the hospital later and meet her. And he was a little bit in shock more interested in the snacks and seeing his family than her. But then we were able to go home a little over 24 hours after her birth the next day and, um, you know, rode out the rough newborn weeks and nights, nursing problems, 
we were able to get to the other side of them, at least for now. We're two months in and um, Lila's nursing excellently. Sleep has been going pretty well. Everybody's enjoying being together. As far as the postpartum experience, like I mentioned, breastfeeding was pretty rough at first. Not quite as rough as with Coda. With Coda, he had trouble gaining weight for a good while, for about a month. With Lila, it only lasted about a week, two weeks before we were both able to get to a good place. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, the lactation consultant in the hospital helped a lot with that, as well as some other resources my friends sent, which I will put in the show notes on trying to get a good latch and breastfeeding well. Those were very, very helpful. Aside from that, like I mentioned, the painful contractions were hard to get through. I'd say, though, the most difficult thing for me so far has been not physical, but emotional, actually. Um, I knew having two would be hard. I knew it would be hard having someone else take my attention and my affection so I can't pour it all into CODA. But it's just been difficult for me to focus on both of them, to give attention and affection to both of them, um, to stay connected to both of them, honestly. Sometimes I'll feel much more connected to one than the other, or I'll feel guilty for spending more time with one than the other. And I know they're at very different stages. A toddler is very different than a newborn. Even I know I'll start to see personality differences. They're just going to be completely different children. So I know there's a lot for my mind and my emotions and my heart to be working through. But that's been the most difficult thing so far. Thankfully, I am still on paid maternity leave from my work. Very grateful for their generosity and allowing me three months off. I know not many women have those opportunities in the United States, and I'm so grateful that I have this time to bond with them and spend with them. Coda starts preschool in a few days uh, in the mornings, so when I go back to work in about a month, he'll have some time over there while I'm able to work from home with Lila. I'm just really looking forward to the season of spending time with both of them, returning to work in a little bit, and getting to stay home with them still. I know that's kind of rare and a special blessing that I get to have in this stage of life. I'm very excited for a new year of Crafting Momhood episodes for you all. I have many new stories to share and friends to introduce you to in this upcoming year. We've had an awesome year with topics such as how to keep your romance alive and thriving as a busy mom, how to live a minimalist life and be wise about the things you keep and what you give away, and how you craft your home. Also, how to care for your body through all stages of motherhood, which is super helpful as it applies to a wide range of seasons and different problems you might have. I loved talking with my friend Ashley about that. We also talked about how to pursue your dreams and teach your kids about art and how to create with my cousin Amanda. Then I also had a nice chat with another friend about transitioning to two, what it's like to have two kids. Obviously, a personal favorite because I was about to transition to two myself. So I'm so grateful for all these wonderful conversations I've had with friends. And if you're listening and you're one of those friends, thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking the time to hop on the show with me. And I was actually featured as a guest on my friend's Instagram and blog, More for Motherhood. Uh, I wrote a special post about how sharing resources and stories on the blog and podcast have been giving me joy during COVID. And that was so nice to just think about and write about for her platform. I also wanted to thank you all for supporting me, listening to me, giving me feedback. Um, please continue to do so for this new year. It really makes all the difference. I hope you are resting well and enjoying time with your dear friends and family, making wonderful memories, and staying healthy. Some goals for me that I've been thinking about for this upcoming year include 
cooking. I want to cook better, more often, uh, healthier, and I am really excited to use some cookbooks I was given as gifts this year, this Christmas. One of them is about sourdough, and I am a brand new sourdough learner. <laughs> Definitely in the beginning stage of this journey, but I'm so excited. Uh, my friends have been helping me through this process, and they gave me starter and tips and websites and all those things. And I officially made my first successful sourdough product for New Year's morning. I made sourdough cinnamon rolls. They were excellent. So good. I actually made them dairy-free as well. And I put that recipe and a sourdough beginner's guide that I was given in the show notes as well, in case some of you would like to join me in this journey. The other cookbook I received was from Diego, the Latin American cookbook. Diego and I both have Bolivian roots. Diego's Bolivian. My grandmother is Bolivian. And so we enjoy Bolivian food, but really all Latin American food. So I'm excited to use that cookbook and try some new recipes, try some ones that we've had in restaurants before. So that's also in the show notes. Two other resources that I've included in the notes are a book that my husband is reading, and I'm kind of slightly reading through him. It's called Atomic Habits, An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones by James Clear. And it's just a really cool book on how we make habits how to really change your life through small ways, making big impacts. This guy has lots of really cool stories. It's a best-selling book. There's just a lot of fun things in here, and my husband's definitely enjoying it. It's a really cool book, I think, because you can apply it personally, uh, spiritually, in a family setting, in a business setting. I think there are a lot of applications for us, so it's exciting to use this as a tool to make new goals for the year. Another one for me is the Give Me Jesus Journal. Uh, for those of you who are Christians, you might want to check this one out. It's produced by the Well-Watered Women Company, and it's uh, essentially a guided journal for you to go through daily time in the Bible, writing down your thoughts, your prayers, your observations, things like that. And I, I think it will really help me focus as a busy mom on the most important things that I want to hold on to through my day and through my week that will really affect the rest of my time with my kids, working, um, doing all the things that I do. So it's been an exciting time with little ones in the house. It's been a wonderful holiday season. And like I mentioned, I'm excited to share more stories with you. Please share the episodes that you've enjoyed. Comment on our Instagram, on our Facebook. Go ahead and jump into the Find the Mamahood community, um, findthegoodmamahood.com. There you can find blog posts on particular subjects like nursing or packing for the beach or different things like that. Just things that I have compiled from all my research. So again, happy new year. I hope you will join us soon. Stay tuned for more wonderful mamahood stories. Mm-hmm.